Business Hour with Oliver Reng on OFM. It's the OFM Business Hour. Thank you for tuning in to The Sound of Your Life. Now, trouble continues to brew in the sugar milling sector. In the latest edition of the tussle between Tongat Hewlett's business rescue practitioners and sugarcane stakeholders, media reports indicate that the sugar and milling arm of JSE-listed food producer RCL Foods and the South African Sugar Association, SASA, have filed an urgent application interdicting Tongat Hewlett's business rescue practitioners, they are Metis Strategic Advisors, from meeting with creditors. The two entities filed separate applications following a high court judgment which dismissed with costs the BRP's attempts to avoid settling an industry levy which has previously been reported to total 900 million rand. We're getting into this industry levy with Andrew Russell, the chairman of the SA Cane Growers, and touch on what is it that the BRPs are getting wrong in this particular instance. How does the sugar industry feel in general about the business rescue practitioner's approach to the process at Tongat Hewlett? What's actually the bone of contention? Well, the essential bone of contention is that the Tongat Hewlett business rescue practitioners have taken the view that the industry obligations that all industry members are obliged to comply with, they've taken the view that those are a contract and not legislation. And so the debt that is owed to the sugar industry has been classified uh, alongside all of the other creditors. Whereas our perspective is that this legislation is actually subordinate to the Sugar Act, and as such, it's not optional. It's not. It's oblig. It's an obligation that has to be paid. And unfortunately, um, Judge Vahed, uh, in his High Court declaratory order, has supported our view and has dismissed the Tongat Hewlett's business rescue practitioners claim. Yes. And I mean, the piece of legislation that you are talking about is the Sugar Industry Agreement. Yes. Mm-hmm. So there's a Sugar Act, which is an act of parliament. And then there is supporting legislation that fleshes out and enhances uh, that act. And the Sugar Industry Agreement is that piece of legislation. Do you think the business rescue practitioners are willing to come on board with some of the industry stakeholders' concerns, even though you have a judgment in your favor or in SARS's favor? Well, we certainly hope so, and we'll be encouraging them to do so. But we have no idea at this stage whether they intend to challenge that uh, judgment. How is this all then impacting cane growers at the moment? The dysfunction at Tongat Hewlett, the ongoing litigation, can't be good for growers. Well, I can't say that it isn't a distraction, and it's an enormous distraction. Mm -hmm. You know, there are four mills in total in business rescue, Three under Tonga Hewlett and one independent mill in Stanger, Gladhouse River Mill. And it provides an enormous level of uncertainty for the growers that supply those mills with sugar cane, firstly, whether there'll be a mill to accept their cane, and if their cane is accepted, whether they'll actually get paid for that. So that is the primary concern. But there's also the secondary concern where the business rescue practitioners at Tonga for the last 12 months or longer, have challenged their obligation to pay their industry dues. And so that's also put an enormous amount of stress on growers because as a consequence, we've had to pay those dues on their behalf. Mm -hmm. So it's uh, had an enormous impact on our revenues last year. Fortunately, since the 1st of April, they have been honoring their industry obligations, but there's an enormous outstanding debt which is hanging over us. And this judgment by 
Judge Vahed, yeah. uh, has gone a long way to relieving some of that concern, but it hasn't gone away because essentially we still have these businesses in business rescue and we've had no assurance on how or when that money will be paid. I'm speaking to Andrew Russell. He's the chairman of SA Cane Growers. And I guess a lot of organizations across varied industries have a bit of an issue with business rescue practitioners. Do you think that a lot of their aims tend to be flawed in any way? I can't really comment beyond the sugar industry, which is a very complex industry. Mm. Uh, And I do understand why it's taken uh, quite a long time for the business practitioners to properly understand our industry. Uh, And I think they're still in the process of that. In the face of the alternative, which is to go directly into liquidation, Mm. I think that would be disastrous. And so as an intermediary step uh, to try and rescue businesses that are floundering, I think the intent is very noble, but I'm less convinced that the players are as noble as the intent. Thank you so much. We're at the end of the year. 2024 is on the horizon. Plans for the industry. We spoke previously about the ethanol and biodiesel plans, and you're very excited about those as an association. Um, What else is happening in the sector that we can anticipate, at least in 2024? Something positive. Well, we still have great hope on those uh, diversification plans, uh, and I think that will go a long way to taking us towards a more sustainable future. There are a number of hurdles to cross before we reach those plans. What I can say is that from a growth perspective, we've enjoyed very good growing conditions this year, uh, and we have a very high world market price. So the returns to growers and to the industry this year are uh, vastly improved from last year. And we're hopeful that that will continue into 2024. The Business Hour on OFM.